0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM First of all, this was on the programme last week and we knew, didn't we, that it just wasn't going to get sorted in time. I'm speaking about the school transport problems and the kids that still don't have a ticket for their local school bus. It was made free. The fees were waived during the summertime to take account of the cost of living. That was a very positive thing and widely welcomed at the time. But of course, it causes financial problems. And it causes logistical problems and now you've got ridiculous situations where people are driving their kids behind the very school bus their kids should be on because they haven't yet had a ticket and they're talking about cotton emissions and sustainable transport and lowering our carbon footprint and all this palaver and yet the people driving behind the school bus because the the children's school bus ticket still hasn't arrived. Now, the Minister for Education was called before an erratus committee yesterday to take questions on this and she declined to show up, which is bizarrely her right. No minister... I I, I didn't realise this until a few years ago when someone told me. A minister is not obliged to appear before an irritant's committee. And yesterday, uh, Donna O'Leary, Norma Foley, chose not to do that. She, she's entitled to do that. Good morning. Yeah, well, look, I mean, I think,
0: you know, here in Cork and in other places, there's parents and children have been left high and dry uh, by this and people who have been relying on the school uh, bus transport scheme for years and years. And people people build arrangements around these things, you know, like, I mean, if you have two or three kids, it takes a while to, to it takes a bit of work to try and figure out exactly what the run is. And if, if you have a place on a school bus, then that is a big help. And if that's taken away from you, then, then you're trying to figure out exactly how am I going to try and be in two places? at once nearly um so it 's a huge blow to families. a lot are really scrambling i 've heard of people dropping hours and work just to try and uh, which obviously you know is not what you want in a cost of living crisis just to try and make things work um so we 've been trying to put pressure on the minister. it was very welcome that um it was announced that this would be free this year in the context of the cost of living crisis. But obviously that was going to lead to increased demand. And what you ended up having was people who were applying for the first time uh, getting places, but you also had people who had been getting on the scheme for years then not getting places. And really additional capacity should have been added. But where we are now is obviously the schools are open um, and uh, we can't trace our way backwards. We need to deal with the situation as it is. And it's about trying to source additional capacity within bus area and with the private operator so we were looking to bring the minister in to explore this and uh, she was given no less than five dates we didn't want to wait for the dial to come back the dial isn't back until the 13th we wanted to meet before that she was given no less than five different times and dates and each one she refused now i know the minister is busy but i refuse to believe that she couldn't make one of those five dates work and what that says to me is that um She is not interested in meeting with the opposition and the government TDs to talk about this, to try and find solutions. She's not interested in being held accountable for the mistakes that have been made and failing to add additional capacity and she is hiding from the issue. And for me, that shows a lack of respect for the committee, which is one thing, but Mm. more importantly, it shows a serious lack of respect for the parents and the children up and down this state who have been left high and dry here uh, and are really, really scrambling and are very, very worried and are really struggling to to mm-hmm. try and make arrangements here as things stand what explanation if any did she give for not taking- none uh, other than that she she wasn't available um and like i say i know the minister is busy but like you you, you know to be fair and i appreciate the the efforts of the committee chair Paul Keogh, who you know did every effort in fairness like i mean the dates were um across a number of uh you know between tomorrow and uh the following Thursday at different times, five different dates. I know that the minister, if she really wanted to, if she really wanted to discuss this issue, if she wanted to engage the opposition about how we find solutions and solutions can be found, then she could have made one of those dates work. So for me, and this is not the first time, this is not the first time on a big issue mm-hmm. that Minister Foley has been in hiding and that is effectively what's happening here. It isn't good enough. We're going to try and keep the pressure on. We want to see solutions here. I know there are families here in Cork who are badly affected mm-hmm. by this and all. Mandy O'Leary Hegarty, our representative in the Glanmire area, has been highlighting the issues in relation to Upper Glanmire and Carrick-Navar. There's issues in other places, in the city and across the county, Um, Mm. but um, it's it's, it's not just specific to Cork. And can solutions be found? Can we find additional capacity? Yes. We need vision here because, like, I mean, ultimately, you know, we should have a system such as there is in other countries where every child that wants a place can get it. It's good for traffic. It's good for emissions. It's good for... uh, parents' pockets. It's, you know, it's the logical thing. Everyone that wants a place should be able to get it. It makes sense. It makes economic sense. Um, but we need a bit of vision for the Minister and there's been no sign of that so far.
1: Isn't there a case to be made for arguing Donegha that this is more in the remit of the Minister for Transport or Public Transport, Eamon Ryan? He it's his job to run the buses effectively, not the Minister for Education. That's her it's her job to get classes and teachers and school places. It's not it's not her job to get buses, it's Eamon Ryan's job. That that's one argument that might be made.
0: <coughs> well I suppose what I say to that, PJ, is that there is probably a logical argument that the school transport scheme might be better located in the Department of Transport where um, where, you know, uh, uh, there is capacity and experience with you know, the logistics of this, and obviously bus air and is is run by the Department of Transport, but the reality is the way things are, you know, sometimes things are located in departments that don't usually make sense, for example, school meals should probably be in education but yeah. they're in the Department of Social Welfare but it, where is where No, is no it? what right I'm thinking of here don't the like, uh, well, well,
1: well, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate a little with the question here, and not defending Norma fully, I don't believe by the way, and let's lay this down as a fundamental fundamental i don't believe that a minister should be entitled to refuse an this committee i believe they have to be answerable to somebody and they shouldn't be entitled to, it to to refuse without due cause so let's leave that one aside but if you like transport buses roads it's it's another minister's gig and it's a bit like asking a plumber why your why why your wooden floor won't stick down
0: yeah, I suppose, PJ. What I, I suppose what I was saying there, and maybe it, I probably wasn't crystal clear with it, but like I think there is a case that this should be located in a different place, and maybe that it should be under the Department of Transport, but it isn't. And formally, as things stand, the school transport section of the Department of Education is responsible for this. Right. So the minister who is responsible, who the book stops with this minister with minister foley who made the announcement in relation to the free uh, transport which is welcome and she was front and center in relation to that and taking all the credit that was going and look we welcomed it too because people are under pressure but now when she has failed to put in the additional capacity and it wouldn't have been a crazy amount when you think of the context of how big the scheme is there was one hundred and twenty-one thousand tickets issued last year we're not sure exactly how many people have lost out but it's it's a five figure and a low five Mm.
1: Well, what was lost out, Donica, Really, what has happened? I think the biggest cock up that, that has occurred is that people who were on the existing scheme, who always had a ticket, are now driving behind the school bus because sitting on the school bus is a new applicant who got their ticket. That's that. Yeah, that, that is a real problem for a lot of families. Yeah, and look, I mean, I think it's very unfair
0: that people who applied on time um, have missed out, whereas, you know, people who have applied later have got the place. And look, I don't begrudge them the place either. There, like The scheme was reopened and they were entitled to, but, like, people who were relying on the scheme should have been a high priority here. And they're the people who've built arrangements and their lives around it. But look, ultimately, this isn't about creating
1: division between the kids who are. Sure, sure, sure. On I'm the just bus making the point. I agree, you,
0: I agree with you, PJ. As, As regards
1: both here and Tim Lombard was on the show here last week, uh, Senator Lombard, who I'm sure you'll know well, um, and he was talking to me about an old regulation that uh, drivers over 70, retired drivers, could not, under Aaron rules, could not drive the school buses. Now, he said to me that the provision from the National Transport Authority, that provision, has been removed, so that ban is no longer there in statute, as it were, but Aaron still impose it. Where do you stand
0: on that? yeah look I mean I, I'd agree like I mean that is something that could be addressed whether it would create the additional capacity we need or not I, I'm not sure to be honest but like I mean I, I think it should be certainly looked at but like I mean I think where does the capacity exist you know it's about hiring in like I mean if bus Aaron doesn't have the capacity within its own um, within its own organisation then it's well used to when it needs to for relief buses and so on hiring in uh, additional capacity from, from private bus operators and there's lots of school runs as well of course that like I mean right across the city and county, people will be familiar with this, that don't operate under the school transport scheme, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that parents have to pay for this year. They're not getting any relief. And like, I mean, ultimately where we need to be going is that, you know, every child should have a place on the school bus you can't do this overnight but like I mean I think that's ultimately where we need to have the vision for mm. every child who wants a place on the school bus should be able to get it, like I say with a bit of vision, it makes sense from the environment it makes so much sense from traffic mm. like I mean you can see the difference
1: yourself PJ when oh, schools are back I was on holidays Donica when they, they started to the heat bucks. up in July the announcement was made as we know in July and I was on holidays after the announcement was made so like at what point did the capacity... Or the need for increased capacity? Did you guys raise this? We would have.
0: We would have. Um we would have raised some concerns in relation to it in the weeks following it, particularly our transport spokesperson, Darren O'Rourke, and also that issue there that you flagged in relation to, um, you know, what, it, what are called concessionary places, but a lot of people that would have been getting these concessionary places for years and years, I think was obvious from a very early stage that, you you know, they're going to be increased demand mm. if you make something free, and it's welcome, it is welcome, but if you're going to make something free, it's going to increase demand, so you have to respond to that, mm. and the Minister didn't do that, uh, and then, look... You know, she has not been really available very much to respond. She did a radio interview on Radio 1 there a few days ago, but, like, I mean, that's one thing, but, like, you know, if you're serious about trying to get solutions, you need to work with the opposition, you need to work with all the government TVs, yeah. uh, which there are on Do, the... Does the invitation thing. remain open to her to come before the... Of course, commission? yeah, it does. Like, I mean, she said she'd be coming in anyway on the 12th of October, but sure, like, that's, you know, that's a that's a fair distance away. That's really not good enough. Well, um, well, there'll be another issue
1: arising then, Danica, and I'll make a prediction with you here because we haven't heard the last of this even if every child who needed a ticket had one tomorrow morning in the post there's still another cohort who are left high and dry every year and there's very little noise about them and again I'm not making this a personal one for you because I know you do but there's a cohort of kids who are left high and dry every year and it can often run into late September early October and that is kids in need of special needs transport they're a whole other cohort we haven't talked about them this year there is yeah yeah look I mean and I think an awful lot more needs to be done like and I've
0: spoken to like a lot of this work is done by taxi drivers and I have spoken to taxi drivers a lot of whom are are, who are very willing to do this but think that uh, you know the the Department of Education need to be more proactive in seeking out taxi drivers who are willing to do it because the capacity Mm -hmm. exists if the uh, you know if it can be sourced Uh, but yeah no that is that that is a massive issue every year and uh, it does need to be addressed like I say with a bit of vision there should be a place for every child who needs one it's not so expensive by any manner or means that it's beyond our reach, and ultimately it will produce huge savings for parents uh, and a big impact on traffic. Like, I mean, that is what we and, all want. And, and, and um, carbon so emissions.
1: Let's let huh. make the, bu- the, the buzzword that's out there: the carbon emissions. Donalca, thank you. That's Donalca O'Leary, uh, Sinn Féin spokesman on education. Corks ninety six FM. In-